This is one of my favorite songs they sang. Until the day God takes us home. They sounded very good. Let's give them another hand of applause. It's not easy to top that, but I will try to uh, be acceptable to you this morning. Let's open our Bibles, dear friends, to the letter of Paul to the Romans. Letter of Paul to the Romans and chapter 12. Chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Letter of Paul to the Romans, chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. And I want to read also a couple of verses from the first epistle of Peter. First epistle of Peter, chapter 1, verses 14 and 15. Verses 14 and 15. Beginning... Uh, chapter 12 of Romans, beginning in verse 1. I urge you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, which is to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. And do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove that the will of God is that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Turning to First Peter chapter 1 and verse 14 and 15, we read the following. As obedient children, I repeat, as obedient children, do not be conformed to the former lusts which were yours in your ignorance, but like the Holy One who called you, be holy yourselves also in all your behavior. May God bless His Word. Before I start, I'd like to welcome you all, and I hope you enjoyed the choir, as I said. And uh, let us uh, concentrate for 20 or 25 minutes and hear what the Lord has for us this morning and later on this afternoon. The subject I want to talk to you about today, I guess some of you got a hint It's transformed and renewed. Transformed and renewed. This is the title. The church in the world today is struggling for renewal. Romans 12, what we read, spells it out. And that nature of the struggle also. Conformity to the world or transformation according to the will of God. Let me repeat that. The struggle of the church today is conformity to the world 
or transformation according to God's will. It is a struggle of Corinthian church between the carnal and the spiritual. It is a struggle also of uh, the Laodicean church between the cold, the lukewarm, and the hot. It's the struggle of the 21st century church between pleasing the crowds to build up membership or pleasing God and suffer reproach. There's a big struggle going in the world. And the burning question today is, what will we do with the church? Will we attack it? Will we criticize it? Will we neglect coming to church? Will we quit completely? Not even Jesus in his days did that at all. Although he saw the churches in deep trouble, trouble today. But nevertheless, he claimed, it shall stand. The church of God shall stand. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Remember that. Regardless of the criticisms that we have in this world. Regarding what the church is going through. There is always believers praying and persevering. And standing firm. Knowing that they are not standing alone. They are standing with the Lord Jesus Christ, and the gates of hell shall not stand against it. And what is our response today? I want to engage with you. What is our response to that? Our prayers should be the prayer of one of the early saints, Francis of Assisi. When he knelt in the empty and forsaken chapel of San Damiano, he cried, renew my church. He cried, Lord, renew my church. If that prayer is to be answered, every member should say, Lord, start with me. Do I have your attention today? Lord, start with me. Let's not sit here and think of the church, the world, the church in the world that it is dying. Lord, I don't want to be one of those dying churches. Start with me. And the very first point I want to bring to your attention quickly. Lord, renew my ministry. As members of a local church, as members of this church, our prayer should be, Lord, start with me and renew my ministry. God's plan for the church is for each and every person to present him or herself a living sacrifice, as we read today in the Word of God. Not conformed to this world, but transformed with renewed minds, fully demonstrating 
God's will. Each member should be praying, asking God to renew our church. And to renew our church, it has to start with me. Renew, Lord, my ministry. Lord, make it a church where every member of the body of Christ answers the call of the ministry of believers. Since we are members of the body of Christ all over the world, and especially in this local church, we have many gifts. We have different roles to fulfill. Ephesians 4.12 says to prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. God gives gifts to the church and he gave it to us not to be hidden. Folks, this morning, not to be hidden nor to be neglected but to fulfill his purpose. And my question today Are you building the body of Christ or are you hindering it? Lord, renew my ministry. I call on you this day, today. If you've had any ministry and you became busy either with the kids, with your job, in your life, And you have placed this ministry aside. And the ministry has taken a second place or interest in your life. I ask you, please think and think deep. And ask Lord, Lord, renew my ministry. Did you say, probably you said, I have no time for it. I'm too busy for it. I'm running left, right, and center to take this ministry. But let me tell you one thing. If you want the church of God to succeed, God has to start with you first. Say, Lord, please renew my ministry. Take up your responsibility and ask God to help you. You may be thinking, well, this ministry is not for me. It is for the younger ones. I'm talking to the more matured people today. This thought, let me tell you, when you say it's for the younger ones, I can't anymore. I am 50 and over. Believe me, you're still very young. (laughs) And you can vote for me later on. (laughs) Getting old is not in God's book. Retiring from ministry is not in God's book. We will serve the Lord until he comes or until he takes us to be with him. There is no maximum age for retirement or minimum age with God. Let's continue going forward. Lord, renew my ministry. Older Christians tend to be thought... Thoughtful. Remember, we need them. They are kind, patient, and loving. Through years of imitating Christ, they have grown more and more to his, into his image. Physical health may be falling 
or the eyesight growing dim and we need eyeglasses to read, right? The hearing might be failing, but there is no reason to lose heart. The inner nature is being, being renewed every day. And you are lovelier, if I may say that today, than you've ever been. Listen to the word. They who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. That's what we need. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Do not say, I am I'm tired. Ask the Lord to give you that strength. The Bible is very, very clear saying all believers have been created in Christ Jesus for good works. You, found it, you find it in Ephesians 2.10. Although our gifts and ministries may differ, no believer is exempt from serving the Lord to build up the body of Christ. Therefore, what do I say? As Christians, let us know our gifts. That's my call to you. Let us know our gifts. Let's know our ministries. Let us value those gifts as precious from the Lord. Let us accept them with spiritual satisfaction. And let us use them to fulfill Christ's gracious calling. Lord, renew my ministry. Keep that in your mind. The second point. And it's going to, it's not, I'm not going to be long, believe me. Renew my walk. Renew my walk. That's what Paul is asking the Christians in Rome. Renew our walk. The key to a renewed walk is a disciplined life. The key to a renewed walk is a disciplined life. In 2 Timothy 1.7 we read, For God has not given us the spirit of timidity, but of power and love and discipline. In some of the uh, versions it says, of a strong mind. It is translated also self-control, which we are studying. It's the fruit of the spirit, one of them. So we may be able to govern all the passions and desires that we confront. We are to learn also how to be humble in our walk, to carry our cross daily, daily, and follow him. It is to renew our walk. It is a sacrificial walk. Actually, it should be a sacrificial life. It's a yoked life. As in Matthew 11:29, it says, "Take my yoke upon you and learn of me." Jesus is saying that. Take your yoke and follow me. And what is a yoke is a symbol of submission, if you will please. Therefore, in order to have a renewed walk, we have to have 
a disciplined life. That means a life submissive to the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ. I will say, if I am to hear this today, I will say, Lord Jesus, help me to be submissive to your authority. And when I am under your authority, I think my way will go easier than any other way. Easier, believe me. And this happens when Paul said, when we present ourselves as a living sacrifice, and when we read this, present yourself as a living sacrifice, what did you say in your heart? Say, Lord, I'm willing. Did you say, yes, I'm willing to present my life? I'm willing to renew my walk with you? A renewed walk must be a walk of total surrender to the Holy Spirit. This means life is to be under Christ's control. Is your life under Christ's control? To the believers, is your life under Christ's control? And those who do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior, is your life running in such a hectic way, the uncontrollable? You can correct that by coming to Jesus today and say, Lord Jesus, take my life and control it. Change me and make me a new person in you. He demands a total discipline. He demands obedience. He demands obedience to his instruction and total adherence to his will. It's our to obey. And he is to make the way. Are we willing? Lord, renew my walk. I walk. I want a close walk with thee. As the song says, just a closer walk with thee. Ethel Walters, if you remember her, just a closer walk with thee. That's what I want. And this is how I can support my church and support the ministry. There's a story that says that a pilot was having trouble bringing his plane down to land. From the control tower, he was given instructions. But there's a pole there he objected. The answer came back. You take care of the instructions. We will take care of the obstructions. We are not to question God. He says, present your bodies as a living sacrifice. Walk with me. And when you walk with Jesus, he will never leave you nor forsake you. When you walk a close walk with him, he will take away the obstructions. Just follow the instructions and then you will reach a safe harbor. Lord, renew my walk. And may I ask how disciplined is our attitude to God and others? How disciplined are our words? How disciplined are our morals? How disciplined is our worship to God? How disciplined is our devotional life? 
How disciplined is our ministry? The church in Ephesus was a very successful church. And sometimes the letter to the Ephesus is called in the heavenlies. It was an obedient church. It was a church filled with zeal. A church filled with devotion. It was a church. The Ephesians were very proud of their church. And living close to God. Paul writes them in order says, walk, walk. In the light. Walk in the light. And in order to renew our walk, we should always walk in the light. That means follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Someone wrote the following. This is my church. Listen to this. It is composed of people just like me. If we look at each other, we're we're just a human beings. Sinners, yet saved by grace. It will be friendly if I am. It will do a great work if I work. It will make generous gifts if I am generous. It will bring others into its fellowship if I bring them to the fellowship. Its seats will be filled if I fill them. It will be a church of loyalty and love, of faith and service, if I, who make it what it is, am filled with these things. Therefore, with God's help, I dedicate myself to the task of being all these things I want my church to be. Lord, renew my walk. I want to lift you up today. And this is the word. This is the word. If so many times as I said, I'm in a rut. God doesn't want you to be in a rut. At all. God wants you to be joyful. God wants you to be living in peace. God wants you to be a believer who is jumping. God wants you to walk on water. We heard about that on Monday night. God wants you to be a successful Christian. And in order to be that, Renew my walk. He doesn't want us to sink. He wants us to be flying and doing well. And that's the plan of God for you and me. His plan in the Bible. And this is not my own mind standing. His plan has always, will always be for your own good. For your own success, spiritually, physically, mentally, financially, all together put them. Put them all together. And that's his plan for you. Lord, we said first, what was the first point? Renew my ministry. Did you forget that already? Give me one week. Renew my ministry. Are you willing? Second one, renew my walk. Have we erred? Did we take an exit somewhere? Huh? Did we take an exit? Well, there's always a way back to God. There's always a second chance with God. There is no dead end. There's always a second chance. I invite you to come back and ask the Lord to renew your walk. The third point and the last point. Renew my love. Do you like this one? Renew my love. 
This is the church's most important quality. Renewal in the Christian's lives must not overlook the renewal of its most important quality. Love. Love. Love is essential in the life of every Christian and of the church. In Ephesians chapter 4, verses 15 through 16, I will condense them. The Lord calls our attention, speaking the truth in love and edifying of the church in love. There is nothing that we can do by force. What brought us to Christ, what was it? His love. What does the Bible say? For God so loved the world. His love drew us to him. There is nothing that can draw a person to Jesus Christ except his love. And he, he showed it. Didn't he? He went to the cross. He went to death for us. And so many times we say, oh, oh, I'll die for you. But when it comes to the point of dying for someone else, I tell you, may God, may God, you know, not put us in this predicament. It's not easy, but he died for you and for me. And that's how he expressed his love to you and me. Renew my love. Again, in Ephesians, he asked them, Paul, he says, walk in love. Walk in love. The church of God should not have any animosity, neither within nor to this world. We should show the love of Christ. Our hearts should be filled with the love of Christ. But you know, as much as the church, Ephesian church was so close to God and so, so obedient to God, there were a times, and the time came, if you open the book of Revelations, chapter 2 and verse 5, and what does the Lord tell tells the Ephesian church there? You left your first love. You left your first love. This is why I'm bringing this. Did we leave our first love? Our love for Christ? Did we forget his love for us? What he did to win us to him? And how we should reciprocate this love toward him? Did we forget that? May God renew our love this afternoon. And may God give us this life. The life that is always radiant with the love of Christ. How can we renew this love? Say, okay, how may I renew this love? Concentrate on God's love. Concentrate a little bit on God's love. On his sacrificial love. On his eternal love. On his unfailing love. And then you will know what to do. Then you say, yeah, I want to reciprocate it toward God. Plus, I want to love my my friends. I want to love my brothers. I want to love my neighbors. I want to love everyone and show them what Christ is. Renew our love. And as we do this, we become so full of his love and effectively we love 
each and every one and offer them the life of Christ. With God's love in our hearts, we can show the world the true image of the church of God. Lord, renew my ministry. Don't leave the place this afternoon before you settle that down. What is my ministry, Lord, in this church? Renew it. Lord, renew my walk. I want to be a true Christian. I want to walk at home the same way I walk at church. I want to treat my wife the same way I treat her at church. And I want to treat her at home. And likewise for the wives. I want to be at work exactly the same way I am on Sunday morning. I want to walk pleasing in your eyesight. So if he comes, if the Lord comes now, if we hear the trumpet sound, all believers, then we will not be ashamed to stand before him. Said, Lord, we have walked with you. And walk in love. The church, the church is looking for today for, for the members to be true members, genuine members, committed members. And I'm not saying we're not. And thank God for each and every member of this church. But I ask you, sometimes we get weak. Some God, sometimes we lose sight. Sometimes it gets foggy and we don't see right. This is why the Lord is reminding us today. And I read a little caption of, I am the ch- your church. I read that and I wanted to read it to you. I am your church. The church is speaking to the congregation. And listen to that. Make of me what you will, the church is saying. And may we take it to heart. Make of me what you will. I shall reflect you as clearly as a mirror. If outwardly my appearance is pleasing and inviting, it is because you made me so. If within my spiritual atmosphere is kindly, yet earnest, reverent, yet friendly, worshipful, yet sincere, sympathetic, yet strong, divine, yet humanly expressed, it is but the manifestation of the spirit of those who constitute my membership. But if you should, by chance, find me a little bit cold or dull, I beg of you to condemn me, for I show forth the only kind of life I shall receive from you. I have no life or spirit apart from you. The church is alive, as alive as we are. The church is dead, as dead as you are. So what kind of church do you want? What it says here, I am a mirror of you. Come to our church. What people are going to see? Committed lives? Revived lives? Renewed lives?
Of this you may always, here as on, be assured. I will respond instantly to your every wish practically expressed, for I am the reflecting image of your own soul. Make of me what you will. Church, we are his church. And the day of the church, of the revived church, is not over. That's our challenge today. The church belongs to Christ. He is the head. And he's not dead. Christ is alive. And we are his holy body. Remember that. The life of Christ is the life of the church. And that life can be renewed by him who is our life. Yes, the church, as we, I started at the very beginning, I will end. The church in the world is at a crossroad today. The church must choose its direction. The world's plan or God's plan. Which one do you want? The world's plan or God's plan? And by the grace of God, we know what we want, right? We want God's plan. The mold of the world or the mind of God? And guess what? I want the mind of God. I want to be renewed in every way, form, or shape to please God in my life. This congregation, I mean this local congregation, by the will of God, has made its choice. We choose the narrow way. We choose God. And this is our prayer. Lord, before I leave this place, renew my ministry. Please, pray this. Renew my ministry. Renew my walk. Renew my love to serve you as long as I live. Amen. Let's bow our heads. This is the challenge for us today. Don't leave, don't say, well, okay, I'm okay. Let's search our hearts. Let's make this meeting an uplifting meeting for us, for our souls, for our lives, for our walk, for our ministry, for our love. And not leave this place before we settle and say, Lord, I want to be a new person from now on. Create in me a new heart, Lord. So I can carry on with this ministry. I can support. I can help. I can will win people to you. And those who do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior. You're not far from being a child of God. Just a simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Save me. I would like to walk with you. I would like to have a good walk. I would like to have a ministry in the church. I would like to be loved and love you the way I heard this morning. Please touch my heart. Change me. I don't want to leave the place before I give you my own heart. And if you say this prayer, your life will be changed and you will never be the same again. As for the believers, please let us take a minute or so and Make a rededication of our lives and ask God.
to renew this life of ours so we can go forward with this ministry that we have, pleasing in his eyesight until he calls us home. We pray, our Father, that you take these simple words to the heart of each and every person. Revive your church, Lord. Renew in us your spirit, the spirit of sacrifice, the spirit of service, the spirit of love, the spirit of dedication, and help us to present our Lord Jesus Christ to the world the way we should, a good representation as true ambassador on his behalf. We pray for those who do not know you as Savior, that you speak to their hearts, change their lives, help them to ask you to come into their lives, save them from sin, and make them a new creation through him who loved them, the Lord Jesus Christ. May we never forget the day we got saved and what we need to continue doing is to living for you. Bless each and every person, we pray, and dismiss us with your blessing. In Jesus' name we ask and pray. Amen.